Hello and welcome to Catching Up and Making an Impact Extended. I am Morgan. And I'm Alicia. And here we go. All right. Hello and welcome. This is our extended podcast, episode five. We're talking about friendships today. Morgan is so excited like usual. Always, always so excited about the topic. (laughs) Oh man. It's a little dance for me, but only the Patreons will see that. Exactly. So good on there three bucks awesome yeah so as you know we're just before we get started we're gonna do our sunshines and shadows morgan's got her book open (laughs) recite them for the day i'm excited oh my gosh every day it's just like okay what are my sunshines for the last couple days i had i had some issues like thinking of things i was like Mm -hmm. not really it was i felt kind of scroogey i don't know it was weird yeah no, I get um, it. So the affirmation for today is I am willing to let go and which was really nice. Mm-hmm. Sunshine is I'm very grateful for everything that I've learned and adapted over the last year. Um, I did a live about the lessons that I've lear- live, learned in 2020. So I'm really grateful for everything that I've learned and able to like bring forward and use in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, grateful for my self-awareness and my emotional wa- awareness and for family and friends, as well as technology that allow me to be in contact with my family and friends. And then my shadow is that it was too cold for my walk today. Yeah, it was really cold this morning. It's a little warmer now, but like super chilly out today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I might go later, but. Mm -hmm. And we got hit with like a decent amount of snow last night too. Yeah, there's, it's like, it it was a little snowy. I didn't really look at all, but yeah. What are your sunshines? Mm, yeah, I didn't uh, write mine down this morning. I probably should have. Um, yeah, I'm just really uh, happy about our puppies and stuff. Like they're just, they're growing so well and they're just becoming really good friends. So it's just so nice to see them and to still be home and like have a lot of quality time with them is so good. Um, yeah, we did training this morning and it just went like flawless and I just got so excited. <laughs> like, oh man, it was awesome. That. Yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. I um officially signed my contract for my bombshell productions ambassador this year so that's really exciting yeah sent that in this morning um had a big talk with jenna um like the owner yesterday and stuff so yeah just really excited that is like oh oh my god just my competition my competition season just got so much better with those two ambassadorships and like oh fuck you have two now look out that's so awesome yay and the bombshell and like oh man they're just my heart is just so pumped. I love that. Um, yeah. And just, I guess the last one, uh, my boss got a promotion over the weekend. So that was really exciting. Um, our general manager, he got a promotion right before we closed down. So he's moving on to a different good life. Mm-hmm. And then our assistant manager, like one of my best friends, she got the general manager role. So that's Ooh. like really exciting for her. Um, and I am possibly in the ringing for the AGM. So like Look out. that's even more exciting. <laughs> I Yay. just need to calm down and wait for the posting to be up and <laughs> Why, but like oh man it was a uh, yeah it's just it's really exciting so Yay. yeah lots of stuff happening trying to keep my cool and stay organized but it's hard yeah yeah um, especially yeah. when you get excited and like that little right? burst and just so many thoughts and you're like I don't know what to do first like what's more important yeah. yes then, yeah I'd say my shadow would just be um our like 
restrictions are supposed to be up on Friday and they haven't let us know what's happening yet. And I'm just getting very, very anxious. Mm -hmm. I hate possibly going back to work with two days notice, like, or not going back to work again. Like I just, I don't like them extending it by two weeks and like, oh man. Like, just let us know what's going on. Yeah. And I just, I get that they don't know what's happening either and they don't know what to do, but just like, oh man. Keep (laughs) us informed. It's just like extending it the day before or the day that they expire is just like so mean. To it so honestly is. People and it just like, really, you can't come to this decision like two days before. Like just, you already know what you're going to do. You know, you're not going to lift the restrictions. And if you do, you know, it's going to take more than a day for businesses to open. So yeah. And like, honestly, I think that they know probably a week in advance. So set it for two weeks, say, okay, this is like the expiry date of this, but reassess the in yeah. like on the in-between. And if you're going to extend it, extend it for another week or something, you know, like mm-hmm. give us some time to adjust and because it just last time they extended it by a month at a time and it just like people you had more closure and like they didn't extend it the day before it was up like yeah and it just they put out a survey like they've put out a few surveys this whole time and like because they want manitobans to like speak their opinion but like they never they don't they don't listen to it ever so it's yeah just, like, that so and the website busts like it exactly like the website wasn't working crash so many people complained and then like it was just so frustrating to see them putting out like tweets and stuff saying that like there's 1.3 like there's a, like thousands of Manitobans and like people aren't doing the thing. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but the website's not working. Like, yeah, exactly. And then like they announced it on Friday, the website wasn't live until like sometime Saturday afternoon. And then it closed Sunday at midnight. Like it was just, wow. Oh, it's just so frustrating. So oh, I'm just 100%. trying not to have anxiety, but it's really getting the best of me lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel that for and- sure. Gosh. yeah but yeah mm, it's a long shadow <laughs> guys I'm, I'm having the shadow of all of manitoba I'm yeah feeling it. there we go everybody's feeling the same kind mm-hmm. of way so 100 oh super sorry to ontario for just locking down and stuff but we've been doing it for i know my whole family's like oh my god weeks. lockdown i'm like uh this is how i've been living since october so and, ex- and and that's what i was trying to explain to like yeah a bunch of people this weekend they were like freaking out and I'm like we've been doing this for about two and a half months now <laughs> like, just suck it up and honestly it, just like but i didn't realize yeah how little that they pay attention to like i just don't think ontario pays attention to other provinces and i didn't really like realize that i was about to say like ontario is the princess child like yeah world revolves around me love that <laughs> quebec's the middle child and then like everything else is just the straight hey we're here too I, yeah this is like I think Manitoba is like the youngest that everybody forgets about oh, I everyone forgets oh, I yeah. thought Winnipeg was like the province yeah <laughs> it basically is <laughs> like <laughs> oh man okay friendship ah <laughs> uh, yeah this is a good one it's yeah I'm excited this might go a little bit but mm-hmm. uh I have a question to yeah. first because I just recently learned about this like within the last few months of sisterhood wounds so um sisterhood wounds are like 
things that happen between you and your friends that like shatter kind of that trust, yeah. that relationship that you can have with other women. Um, I didn't really realize this was a thing until again, like probably this year. And I didn't realize that I had the sisterhood wounds, but like I was a classic sisterhood wound. I, mm-hmm. for my whole life up until probably about grade 11, I always had like close girlfriends, all of that. And then after that, um, I was a guy, like I would only hang out with pretty much guys with a few girls, like in here and there, but Mm -hmm. I never hung out with girls because, um, I didn't get along with girls or because girls were crazy like that. How, how the hell did society turn half the women against women? You know, like Mm -hmm. it's or even just, you have one experience or a few experiences and then you kind of just, you see those comments more and then you start to like exactly it's it became cool at one point to I'm not like other girls like I'm like so different from these other girls and like exactly so yeah hundred percent I definitely went through that part that too or like I would only have friends that were like not really girls like we were all kind of like the super like tough mean not really girls because it was like easy yeah, I didn't really, I've, yeah, I've never heard that phrase before, but a hundred percent feel that I know I'm like, yeah. oh my God, this is a thing that I definitely have like mm-hmm. so weird, but yeah. And then, but it just was so it's sad because like th- through all of my um, self-development and everything like that, I've really realized the power of women connecting and women sharing um, experiences and stories and Mm -hmm. all of that stuff like if like if you put me and all of my aunts and my cousins and stuff like that's fire you know like that that's some kind of energy going on there Mm -hmm. and women could honestly probably rule like completely just save the world if we allowed them to sit down in a circle and just like talk about stuff you know because I don't know, just the, the overall power of generally women gathering is insane and I enjoy it. So, right. But it's always in society. It's always one woman versus the other. It's always being the best one. And like, yeah, it's, Mm -hmm. oh man, it's hard. That is. Yeah. So, um, I don't know how you want to approach this. Do we want to go through the timeline of like kind of friendships and things like that go from there? Yeah, yeah, you can start and just kind of go through yours. Um, yeah, cool. All right, yeah. sounds good. So, um, like childhood friendships were kind of weird. Like, I don't, I always had a best friend at daycare. Um, it was me and this one little boy. We went to the same daycare for from when we were six months old until we were six. Like, we were BFFs. Mm-hmm. We had a good good time. Um, but after that, it was still kind of the the daycare friends that I had. I went to this one woman's house just down the road um her name was emma she was from papua new guinea she was fucking amazing um like her laugh was so infectious and her smile was so big and her hair was crazy um and it was so so much fun but so she had come over from papua new guinea she had married um a man 
name named Ron. I don't know if I should be telling all of these names, but whatever. And they lived in North Bay. So she came over and she could only watch kids. Like that was her only qualification at the time, but she loved it. So she was able to do that. And I was with her from when I was six months old until I was like 11 years old. And oh wow, yeah, it was amazing. Like I cried when she told me that she was stopping babysitting us and she had to oh. move, but like, and my mom did too. We were, it was like a family type thing, but that's mm-hmm. where I met a lot of my good friends. So in preschool, kind of up until grade three, one of my good friends lived just down the road. Um, she went to a different school, but we went to the same daycare. Um, and then in grade three, I met Jessica. She was like one of my best school friends and me and Jess have been best friends since grade three. Like I was her maid mm-hmm. of honor at the wedding. I'm like, wow. I'm watching her have kids and stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then I met my other best friend, Asia, through daycare as well. She moved in next door to Emma and we were just like inseparable and we were best friends probably until like grade 11 and okay. then high school things drift apart and stuff yeah. like that. In middle school, middle school, I had a few like kind of short friendships. Um, Ricky was one of my good friends, me and Jessica, we were, we stayed tight throughout grade seven um we I hung out mostly with her and then grade eight I kind of got my own little group and she had her own but I always jumped around like I was never really stuck with one person like I always hung out with like two or three main people who might have been in with other groups here and there you know um and then like grade nine to 11 was probably the my closest group of friends um it, it was me, Jessica, Asia, and Lindsay, a girl that we had met fr- through baseball. Um, the four of us, like, we hung out all the time. We would get into trouble and just, like, hang out, do girl things, like, watch movies, read magazines, all of that stuff. Um, and then we started, like, incorporating alcohol into our hangouts and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and that's kind of where the drama started like people like we had some people in and out of our friend group a lot we we were the four main ones but there was always boy drama things like that there was always secrets backstabbing like silent treatments things like that um so that's kind of when we started to drift apart the four friends me and jessica were like okay why is there so much drama type thing and we mm-hmm. and at this time it was grade 11 when we started drifting apart from our girl group our girl gang or whatever and Mitch and Renee we me and Jessica came became really close with Mitch and Renee so that was our two guy best friends and from there we kind of shifted into that hangout for, so grade 11 to about second year grade 12 it was me Jess Mitch and Denisha mm-hmm. a few people in and out um and then that's when I think like our McDonald's crew with Abby and everybody yeah started around was around yeah. yeah so I wouldn't say that I had any like truly toxic friendships like here and there for sure there's always been toxic situations and things mm-hmm. that happen but other than that it's it was really I find that from probably about grade nine Whenever I had a choice to hang out with people, I became very codependent with friends. Like, were you ever like that where you couldn't go to the mall by yourself or like you couldn't like you had to be hanging out with somebody because just sitting and being still with like quiet, like was not comfortable. So you wanted to always be hanging out with people. 
Oh, for sure. I'd say mm-hmm. I was more, I did that more with relationships towards the end of high school and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I, it definitely started a bit, yeah, like during high school, but the living situation that I was in at the time when I lived with like um, my Christian, like aunt and uncle, it was like, it was very much like I didn't have a lot of free choice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was, yeah, I was just at home. But then as soon as I moved out and yeah, that's when I just started to like, I wouldn't go grocery shopping without Kendra or mm-hmm. like, yeah friends like that for sure yeah so we would always be spending our time together and things like that Mm -hmm. um and it was kind of weird to function without my friends like I remember if we would go out of town I'd be texting them like okay I'm gonna be back at this time like I'll get my parents to drop me off at your house and like like why couldn't I just go home unpack and then go hang out like it didn't make sense yeah um so then after that kind of went to university that is where I really like leaned into that oh I'm not like other girls I'm cool like I'm not crazy I'm not psycho like yeah oh you want to like have a list of girls that you're okay great like no worries so whatever did that I still kept my main friends though and like I said yeah me and Jessica have been friends for like 18-ish years me and Mitch for 10 me and Tanisha for about 15 and then me and Abo for like eight years like all of my main friends have been for like a long time I think Alana's probably around eight or six years um but yeah like it's just so cool I had I've had like friends in and out here and there and like other than that it's so weird when you're in high school like I thought those four girls were gonna be like my whole like throughout all of life we're gonna go to the same school like I thought that's how it was gonna go and that's not how life works and that's okay like things shift apart but like there's Mm -hmm. no ill will between any of my friends that I have um or that I've drifted apart from there was a little bit of like turmoil between me and well just between the whole girl gang group of the four of us like we kind of like left on sketchy terms like we weren't sure where we all stood with each other but um in the past years we've like reached out to each other and kind of straightened things out so that's good but Mm -hmm. you know it's just so weird that you think that these people are going to be so important to you and like your friends for so long and then life just takes you in a different direction and that's totally 100 okay but right yeah it just it always feels really strange mm-hmm. and like yeah it always usually starts with like kind of one person so there can be those like ill feelings and stuff which mm-hmm. is like obviously never fun but hopefully everyone just grows and learns and realizes it's for the best and hopefully it is for the best and things work out like yeah I haven't had any like super crazy toxic friendships like I've had a few that have ended very bad and exactly like had toxic like situations and moments and stuff but I know like I like was a huge part of those obviously I was half of that situation so that's right like exactly like 100% ex- like except ha- like 50% of the blame for yeah. all of it so yeah I don't know I never had like any like daycare friends and stuff because like as I said before like I moved every like kind of six months and mm-hmm. stuff so my best friend was like 100% just my brother um we really like yeah he was my best friend forever like I have one childhood friend that I remember for a few years because I was a little older when we had made friends, um, Jacqueline. And we were, how old were we when we met? We were probably like 10, probably like, yeah, 10, or maybe like nine or 10 when we met or something. Um, and she had three other siblings. I just became very close with all of them. And mm-hmm. like, we remained in touch um, here and there throughout the years. Um, 
but we're just very, very different people now. So we don't, um, we don't communicate very often, but I see her, I support her. She kind of like, this is the same thing. Um, but yeah, she's like the only friend I can kind of remember from that like agehood, um, other than my brother. And then when I moved to North Bay though, and like stayed there consistently, that's when I made like actual friends. So like I had a friend group in the grade eight that I met that I kind of carried on through to like nine and a little bit of 10, but kind of just exactly high school stuff. We just like fell out of like deep, close friendship, but like, we're still friends now. Um, still like talking stuff and have each other on social media. Um, and then, but that's when I met in high school. That's when I met my core friend group, like Haley, Kendra, Jacob, mm-hmm. and the four of us were just like, we were stuck at the hips, like, especially me and Kendra. Um, we were just, yeah, we were all very, very good friends. We had a lot of other friends that would like filter in and out. And we yeah. were kind of like part of other groups too. Like we would kind of filter in and out and like do our thing. Cause we all had like different backgrounds from before we had kind of met in high school and then formed this little friend group. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they were, they were my rock. I was like very dependent on them for like a long, long time. But that situation, like we had a lot of toxic moments. Um, and again, like I was a huge part of those, but that's when we had that huge blowout. Like we were all supposed to go to um, a Blue Jays game and then they left without me and we just had this giant fight. And they told me that, um, yeah, I just wasn't a good friend and I was going through a hard time in life and they didn't want to be around to watch it happen. And they didn't want to like support me anymore and be a part of it. So mm-hmm. that was a really hard situation. Like that was, that, that's probably like my biggest sisterhood wound, like for mm-hmm. sure. Like that just, these were girls that I had spent the past five years, like being a hundred percent best friends with, like we were going to be in each other's weddings. Mm-hmm. Like I had lived with um, one of them, like on and off. It was like, yeah, it was like, we, it, it so that was like really, really hard, but I kind of took that anger and I turned it to spite and I like went to college four days after we had that fight and like I just completely cut them out of my life and moved on but like we've since like um Jacob one of our friend group like he died Mm -hmm. um in 2017 so as soon as he died we kind of all just like let go I wasn't mad anymore like yeah stupid it was whatever so we all kind of just like talked at the funeral and stuff and like got through things we've hung out like a few times since then um I don't really trust them. Like, so we're not like the friendship is not what it used to be. It's never going to be, there's always going to be those walls up now. However, like I do forgive them. I like, I do hundred percent see where they were coming from. I Mm -hmm. wasn't a good friend. I needed that kind of kick. They definitely could have gone about it in a better way. And they've both said that, but Mm -hmm. you do what you do. You do what you think is right in the moment. And I grew from it. So whatever but yeah I went to college and that's when I met Tori my best friend um yeah she's been my number one since day one in college well since day one when I started going six weeks in (laughs) oh man oh dude the first time we met her like we sat down like she was in class and um I was just like I sat at a random table with people I didn't talk to them the whole class because I was like we're not being friends but I'm just gonna sit here yeah and I just like scope in and I hadn't gone I was six weeks into the program and I hadn't gone one day because I just was working at McDonald's the whole time before. And the Dean emailed me and was like, we're going to remove you from the program. Like you're not attending. And I was like, Oh shit. Oh, I have to go to school. Oh, damn. That's what I was missing. Gotcha. So I showed up. Yeah. And I just like sat there and then I saw Tori and I kind of just like went over and I sat there and I was like, hi, 
I haven't been here this whole time. Um, so can you help me not fail this program? And she was like, Oh yeah. Okay. And boom, best friends. That's awesome. I love that so much. Yeah, no, it's been amazing. She is hundred percent my number one. And then, yeah, that's kind of it. I didn't really ever since that situation, like, um, at the end of high school, right before college, like I just don't, I didn't trust women. Um, so I've always like kept all of my friendships at a distance. Like that's when I started that, like, no, no, I'm, I'm a different girl. And like Tori is very much like, she's not a touchy feely girl. She's not a, like, like, we're very much the same. We're very serious. We're very like, yo, leave me alone. Like I got shit to do. Like, yeah. <laughs> so that's why I meshed with her. And then, um, yeah, didn't really make, I have like, I had more friends and stuff since then, but like, I don't really let anyone super close. And then I met Rochelle a couple years ago when I moved to Manitoba and started working in the gym. And she is like, we're very, very similar. She's similar to Tori. She's very serious, but like, she's very good at like having those feelings when it's time to have feelings, but mm-hmm. she's such a hard bitch and nice. Yeah. I love it. So yeah, I had to go through a lot of random friends and like exactly so many friendships that you think are going to be like forever and like obviously don't last and Mm -hmm. that's a hundred percent fine but yeah man it's those wounds hurt and it definitely affects your future relationships too damn yeah a hundred percent like I remember me and Denisha were not in um agreement for probably about a year and a half we weren't hanging out and that was I think when I was in first year or second year. Um, I think it was first year university. It was like second year, grade 12 and first year university. We yeah. were not kind of together. And that was, that was a big wound for me. Like that me and Denisha were tight and like, we just had a big blowout. I had never had like a yelling match with anybody in my life. Oh, wow. Um, I wasn't was allowed to like, like, fight. Like, it was like yelling and well, oof. yeah. And I used um, to do it all the time. So <laughs> like, like I, I didn't, I never would get like that, you know, oh, and man. I don't like You're not from a French that. No. Oh, it, we're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a stern, like, don't like that's mm, that's my, about as far yeah. as you yeah or like if I get heated like my voice will rise but I'm not yeah. like screaming at someone and yeah, like I'm sure. trying to get their attention from two kilometers away but so that was a big blowout I wasn't allowed at the house hang out with like Mitch even yeah that was fine um and yeah so about a year and a half two years later Mitch was like you know you guys should probably like just get over this get and this yeah so we slowly started to like hang out a bit we got drunk once and like it, it slowly mended from there and we've yeah. gotten completely better but but like that was a big wound and in that time like that's when I went off to university made a bunch of friends and like oh no I'm I'm the cool girl like okay yeah yep, everybody loves me like drama look at me like yeah fuck the drama but like yeah. now I realize I love drama and I love hearing it like I'm like watching a tv show I'm like oh god that has drama like I want to watch that like what's right. happening but it's so weird like that definitely because I didn't we I had a core group of guy friends in my first year university and a few girls like here and there I would mm-hmm. never let them close though I would never let them yeah. close because it was scary and hard and I already have like my main friends I don't need any more friends blah 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 like yeah all of these things not to let people in but Mm -hmm. it's crazy wow oh yeah well and I don't know I've 
not like so I've run into like the past few years that like I can be told like I'm very intimidating when people first meet me and so yeah I kind of like I realized like I don't know I don't think I come off like (laughs) aggressive and intimidating but I feel like I kind of do and I think maybe that's why some situations go kind of like I just get like defensive and like I just have an opinion and get like very strong into it and like yeah I don't know I and that's something that was brought up to me like before like when I was a bad friend and like in that whole high school thing before we like blew up and stuff that was part of their thing is like they just couldn't tell me things and for so long I was just like so mad at I like just was mad at them and I was like nope there's no way like I'm a shitty friend like they're just like being super shitty and like why Mm -hmm. can't you just like have this conversation like confront people and like talk about it and like man that's a really hard thing to expect an 18 year old to do and to like you don't know what's happening you're trying to learn yourself and like yeah there's no clue of what's happening in or around your body at any Mm -hmm. time when you're in that age right and it just oh man you just look back on so many situations and the way that you like handled so many things and reacted to so many things and like oh man I just get (laughs) I get so mad at it but it's just like still so frustrating now that like I feel like I've grown so much and done so much but I still can come off like that but like of course no one says anything so you can like but what about it is like intimidating like what about it is aggressive like Like, please just tell me like is it the tone like is it the like is it my hand actions like there's gotta be like I'm sorry fast motions what can I work on (laughs) constructive criticism like thank you like okay I've learned to not be defensive but now like tell me why I'm aggressive yeah like tell me what you need me to work on but that's why like I've appreciated because Kendra and I like we've gone through all that now that like we kind of are very candid with each other now like we don't really have a filter anymore because like that bridge has been burned before so Mm -hmm. we're not really too scared to like kind of have a re-go there and yeah like we've had some really good conversations and like really enlightening things where I'm like okay like I now understand it's like five years later but like I get it. Yeah. And that's what you need to do. Like, honestly, hindsight is twenty twenty, And mm-hmm. I know it can be a little bit like uncomfortable and for sure, and just hurts. like, like yeah. yeah, wounding all over again to look back on those things, but you need to look back on those things, realize like why you don't feel good about that and see how you can learn from that and move forward. Like I did one thing in grade, I have like a bad friend story and a good friend story. So when mm-hmm. I was a bad friend it was like grade seven or eight um me and ricky were good friends i think it was probably grade eight because me and ricky were in the same class and we hung out like every day we had a great time she was like such a sweet sold like quiet person just so sweet um and I got off the bus one day and it was with me and Jessica and I said something mean like I don't know why Ricky always follows us around it's so annoying and like she was right behind me at the time and I just seen her walk away like she was behind us I said it didn't realize she was behind us and she walked away and she was upset and I felt so bad like that was the worst Mm. feeling I've ever felt ever and it was because like I didn't mean that like I said it because I was around people that were saying mean things and I wanted to fit in like I wanted to go Mm -hmm. along with everybody else and I didn't think she was right there I thought it was like no harm no foul 
but she was yeah. right there and it was so horrible and like we were so good we were such good friends I felt so bad and like that's the worst feeling when you do something wrong when you're a kid and you realize like I have to apologize but apologizing is so much worse sometimes like yeah oh my god that was oh, the man. worst oh I resonate with that so much like and that's like I was that mean friend like I was that like harsh friend all the time and it's exactly like I wanted to fit in I wanted to be cool I wanted to not have feelings I wanted to like yeah you can't chirp me or like tear me down because like I'm already tearing I will I will get you and like you know I will get you and like man like that's just like so mean and so negative and like but it took so long for me to realize like how toxic that is and how like I, that doesn't make me feel good. That doesn't make anyone else feel good. Like, that's not true. Like there's this one story that like my friend Emily has it like in grade nine in dance class, like Miss McDermott, she made us make this, like, I can't remember what kind of board it was, but it's just like, she made us like make this board and you had to just like cut pictures out of magazines and stuff, but it was like about you. Mm -hmm. You had to like describe yourself like kind of on the board and like, I remember this one girl did her presentation and she finished talking and then Miss McDermott was like, so does anyone have any questions? And I just like raised my hand and I was like, yeah, I don't have any questions, but I just want to say her voice is really annoying. Oh, (laughs) what? That like, and that's so detrimental. Like at that age, up in front of the class, like that poor girl. We're in grade nine in high school, like the second week in dance class. Like what on earth would possess me to say that? Like that's like, was she she okay? (laughs) don't even remember who it was like and I it's like 10 years ago that this literally 11 years ago that this happened and I just like hurt in my soul still (laughs) about it like I wasn't friends with her I don't remember who it is but like how shitty must I have felt about myself to say that about I was just about to ask like but like did you get the laugh that you wanted from it yeah like like, but that just like man I know it's like that's the hard part looking back and like allowing yourself to forgive yourself like you know Mm -hmm. why you did it and you know that it made you feel bad so just accept it thank you I've learned my lesson man I just I wish I knew who it was I wish I could apologize I wish I could have that closure and let her know that like yo I was just going through so much that what I could control was being mean to people. Mm-hmm. That's what I, that's what I could control and the form of emotions that I could get out. Mm-hmm. And that is so shitty, but like, man. Yeah, I know it's crazy because like, you don't realize mm-hmm. how like the words are yeah. serious. Like I'm sure that hurt her very deeply I hope she doesn't remember it now. I hope it doesn't resonate with her. I hope she knows that I was just a lying piece of shit who was like just talking literal trash out of my mouth. Like I hope she's fully aware of that. And like my voice is annoying. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, oh my God. Yeah. It's just, it's so hard. Like, cause younger selves, like we had no idea how to process any Mm -hmm. of those feelings. Like what? Oh my oh, god. Growth is so painful. And like no one teaches you how to cope. No one teaches you how to like no. And except like no one teaches you how to apologize. Like, I don't remember being taught how to apologize and how to like not be a shitty person. And like 
I like, I, I have like, that's an issue that I have in my relationship. Like I am a very prideful person. So like, I have a really hard time backing down from a fight first because mm-hmm. I will not be the weak one that backs down first. And right. like, that is such a toxic trait that like Cody and I have fights that go on for longer than they should, because I'm just like way too tough to like yeah. <laughs> say, I'm sorry. No, right. that's <laughs> hard. Shitty. Like, I don't know when I was in school, I was the friend that was like, I would call myself like a support character. Like I wasn't like, I didn't put myself mm-hmm. in the main character role. I was kind of support so people like people would make jabs at me that was fine like I was made fun of all the time but like I didn't take it to heart that was how my friends showed their their love and I knew that they still loved me and had my back and everything like that but like I that affected how I was able to approach my the way I felt in my of myself like I had trouble even just saying like what I wanted to say in a conversation because it would be attacked yeah yeah like yeah it was so when I left and made my friends in university and all of these people that had no idea who I was like you had to recreate yourself kind of so that was where I was able to kind of step out and say those things like fit in with the crowd not just be the punching bag or whatever you know what Mm -hmm. I mean and like that's not how I felt at the time but it's like the easiest way for me to explain it Um, but that's exactly what it was exactly and it's just like yeah you just it's you want to make you're exactly it's like you want to be friends and like you make fun of each other by chirping and funny names and you make fun of how they say and if a friend messes up a phrase like you guys mock that for an hour an hour and a half like it's really funny but yeah like you just don't realize how like painful that is and exactly I didn't realize that until I went to college for the social service worker program where like that is not tolerated like that's not how you talk to people and I was like mm-hmm. wow like that's really harmful yeah. like that like even if it's joking and like and like that's like when larger people make fun of their size and like ha ha and like joke after joke after joke like you can say it and it's funny you don't mean it but like the more times you say it the more it's going to be ingrained in your brain yeah. and you're really going to start to think it and it's the same thing like if you're if your friends are making fun of you over and over and over and over again and that's the only thing you hear that's what you believe, believe it. and like yeah that's what you're gonna feel and it's just like man you just don't realize like how deep that sits with people mm-hmm. and how long it can sit there exactly and like I don't know just my overall experience of high school was very interesting because I was like very low-key very low-key but then all of a sudden I had friends and people knew who I was like I threw a couple good parties and people knew who I was all of a sudden Mm -hmm. um I even when I was bouncing like years later people would come up to be like you're Morgan like you had that new year's party in 2012 I'm like that was eight years ago bud but yes I was like you're meeting a legend but so when I was able to get out of like what people knowing who I was like people knowing I was a huge stoner and things like that Mm -hmm. like it was so weird to have the freedom to be like oh yes I'm Morgan like I wear cool outfits and my hair is a little bit crazy and I can drink so like yeah. that was my identity I created for myself in university. Oh, and also I'm a cool girl that is not like nobody else girls. can touch. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like super different. Oh, but yeah, so very interesting. And mm-hmm. hmm. right. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know. And I never like 
ever since that one big blowout in like the before I started college, like I haven't really had any friend fights since that in like 2015, I think that was or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like there was one disagreement Tori and I had where like I had just spoken my feelings that I didn't like her significant other and it like didn't go very well. And then I had tried to bring it up again a few weeks later and it just like just backfired super hard and she got really mad and she left and like we didn't talk for a few days and stuff and then I just like completely dropped it because like Mm -hmm. yo like whatever that's not my place like gonna do her thing and like I'm just gonna support her either way but like yeah I don't know I found that like I have been become become kind of scared to like have conflicts with friends and like get too deep with them because I just like I don't know it just feels like I'm I don't want to get super deep. I don't want to get serious. I don't want to. Yeah. Scratch the surface of something that I don't mm-hmm. want to. Like, I, I feel that for sure. Especially when you don't agree with a choice that somebody's making or a person that they're choosing to spend their time with. Like, that's super hard. I've had that a few mm-hmm. times and it's not good, but I've become almost compliant and like, okay, I'm here for you as a friend. I will support whatever it is you think is best for you I'll be here Mm -hmm. for when it falls apart after I have told you that it would um but I'm supporting you not this person or this decision of whatever you're doing um I was very invested in a lot of my friends lives for a very long time and like with every decision remember in high school how everything like you needed to get everybody's approval before you made a choice and things like that like that was high stakes and I was never the one with the boyfriend I didn't have my first boyfriend until I was 22. So I was able to watch all of my friends, like lame high school relationships Mm -hmm. and see what was wrong and tell them when I didn't like a guy and things like that. But that being said, if I ever had something to say, I was the one on MSN, like, or Google Googling how to tell your friend that you don't like their boyfriend. Like I would literally make notes for, (laughs) for conversations that I wanted to have, like, points and it was so mm-hmm. weird like why is that so much so stressful but right it that's definitely a solid thing though like the significant other that mm-hmm. is hard and I've been on kind of on both ends of it and yeah. it's weird to think of right? it either way and exactly and then especially like when you're in it and and it's that's why it's so hard because it goes both ways like you can't fully see a relationship when you're not inside of it but also you might be able to see a little more because you're not inside of it and like it's so hard to listen to a friend and stuff like that yeah and I find like I'm just a little afraid to like state my opinion now or go against my friend because I don't want to come off intimidating and like I'm like right. pushing it on them and like but yeah I don't know so I've kind of had to learn how to just like obviously not be intimidating and like filter myself, like whatever, that's a work in progress still, but just approach a situation once, state your feelings. It's exactly like, I'm still going to be here for you. I just don't think it's the best move for you. And that's all you can kind of do. Like the more you push it and stuff, like, oh yeah. It's just like, it's so scary. And like, obviously my friendship with her is way more more than that relationship. Like they haven't been together for quite some time now. Like, yeah but exactly if I would have kept pushing that and kept pushing that like I could have lost her or yeah and that's the worst thing that could like you don't want to lose a friend over something like that if they want to make that choice like you have to let them it's like if you love something set it free and if it comes back it's meant to be yours whatever that thing is but whatever (laughs) like over the years 
I've noticed with the significant other, it can be a very touchy subject. Like when my sister was with somebody that her friends didn't like um, things with friends and their mm-hmm. significant others. Like there's always going to be like when you are putting multiple people in a situation, like the chemistries are different. Your chemistry, like maybe you have a friend that maybe doesn't get along with. Well, I, I can't even say that because if any of my friends didn't get along with my significant other I would be kind of suspicious of that like why Mm -hmm. everybody else can get along with them why and there's a difference between like high school relationships too exactly to now like okay in high school if you don't like someone's boyfriend like whatever it's like really easy to like hold grudges and dislike people but exactly like we're adults now like these are people you like spend your life with and like adult relationships like are serious and can move quickly and like can determine like a large portion of your life and stuff so And that's why you kind of like need to take it serious as a friend. And like, you really need to watch it for your friends, but there's also like that really fine line of like, you're a friend, but you're like overstepping or like you need to make it like your opinion there. And, but you also just like have to step back and it's not your choice Mm -hmm. and you got to let it go. And that can be so hard to watch your friend make decisions that you don't approve of and you know, hurt them and are hurting them, Mm -hmm. but you just gotta hurt them and help them clean up. Exactly. That's right. Like, it's hard because there could be someone that they are spending time with that maybe they're just not compatible with, like they're super friendly um, and they're not at all like physically, emotionally, or like mm-hmm. whatever abusive. Yeah. Um, there's that situation and in that situation, let it run its course. You got to like, just let them mm-hmm. figure out that they're not compatible, whatever. Like they're probably just love or lust stricken or whatever. Yeah. But exactly. then there's that other one where it's like the guy's a dick doesn't treat her right and is can be abusive and stuff like exactly and that's when the situation is really hard to like watch it go down but like literally all you can do is just be there and be an anchor for her and be a safe place for her because if you turn into someone that's constantly nagging her to leave that situation like exactly so like she's gonna cut you off and she's gonna cut family and then she's just gonna be by herself in in that shitty situation mm -hmm. like and what you need to realize in that situation whether or not this is conscious for the for the guy um but they want her all to himself Mm -hmm. like he wants or this i'm just using he and she as examples like this obviously goes for for all types of relationships yeah Yeah. but like if that okay if the partner like exactly like the partner wants them to be isolated and like exactly it might not even be intentional but they want them all yeah. to themselves. So like the best thing that you can do for that significant other that you're not supporting is be to there. just, okay, be there fine, have them, no matter have what. Them. Yeah. So just be that annoying best friend. That's always there. And you can honestly say this, like you can say this to your friend. I've seen it happen. I've seen it work. Like I understand, is this the right one? If you're, I, I wrote out little speeches that I'm going to tell you guys mm. to tell your friends, copy yes. and paste these. I'll put them in the descriptions. If your friend is with a guy that is not good enough for her, but she can't see it. Dear bestie. <laughs> I understand how you feel about blank. I support you and all of your decisions. I am here for you no matter what. And I will be here always. I want you to realize my dogs are barking. That's so okay. Sorry. No worries. <laughs> Um, I realize how amazing you are and how beautiful and powerful you are. You are a queen, a goddess, and you do not need somebody else to make you feel good, good about yourself. You are beautiful. You are amazing. And 
you are beautiful and amazing on your own. You don't need anybody else. You are so magical and so important. Do what makes you happy. Do what feels right and do what is best for you. Um, and I will always be here for you. <laughs> I love that. That's so cute. Yes. Yeah. So like, that's pretty much it. You just need to tell them like, I am here for you. I support you. I will always be here for you, but like, I don't support him. I mm-hmm. you don't need to do that. Um, and you can make that apparent. Like you can ask for solo hangouts. You don't need to go and hang out with the couple. Like you can go hang out with just them by yourself, go out for lunch, go out for tea, like put in an effort. It might take a little bit, but she will need you eventually when all of that mm-hmm. does not work out. Exactly. And this like friendships are the same thing as relationships. Like sometimes it's not always 50, 50, sometimes it's going to be 70, 30, and it might be that way for a while, but if like, she's truly your friend and if you like truly want to be there for her, then you got to just stick through those times. And like, I'm so glad there's so many times when like Tori has seen me in really rough places and she's had a lot of talks with me and I'm like, Nope, I'm good. I'm going to do what I want to do. And then I'm like, Oh, a little bit later, I figure it out and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know what? And it's fine, but you just, and sometimes it can be hard to find those like lifelong friends and know if they're like really real friends. So Mm -hmm. don't give up is the biggest thing. Like, Mm-hmm. don't find those people they'll they'll be there they yeah you can't you can't like push people away and I don't know what I was gonna say I forget I got distracted by Gimli yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah like pretty much just be there for your girls like they be there for all of your friends you mm-hmm. and my mom used to say boys will come and go, but your friends will always be there for you until mm-hmm. you get that white, the right guy. But right. like, it's just, mm-hmm. well, don't be afraid happen. to like, let go of friendships too. And like, if you outgrow them, it happens. It's life. Some people grow apart. You turn into different people or you just have different interests. Like, and sometimes like those bad things that happen, like the, oh my God, the like shattering relationship. Yeah sisterhood wounds like sometimes those are just so deep that like the relationship can't be fixed and Mm -hmm. like that's fine like it happens but you still just like just have good intentions for the person and like you may not be friends but like still just wish them well and let it go and exactly like even when we said like yo your partner should still be one of your best friends and like exactly what we talked about last week like Cody is a hundred percent my best friend like above all else and that's just the foundation of our relationship and what makes it so strong and so good is like just being best friends and being that person for each other. And then obviously you need other people outside of the relationship Mm -hmm. because your spouse can't be everything Everything. that you need from every person. And that is fine. They shouldn't be. Exactly. Yes. That's so right. And like all of those relationships have meant something. Everybody comes into your life for a reason. You've learned Mm -hmm. lessons. If you've had some messy friend breakups and you're still holding grudges, maybe reassess that and see if yeah. you can release that. You do not need to be holding on to those things. Well, and why? Yeah. And like, why you're holding on You're Yes. Get to the root of it. Get to the root of it. Maybe you need to go back and apologize like Alicia wishes she could. Maybe mm-hmm. you need to go back and just say what you need to say to this person. Maybe find them on Facebook. I've reached out to friends. Like yeah. I've had friends, old friends reach out to me from podcasts that I've done talking about old sisterhood wounds and old friendships that I've had and how they had, how they've ended. Like mm-hmm. things are going to happen. It's a journey, but just be grateful for what you've experienced and where you have gotten to and be grateful for the people that are in your life now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And like, 
I am grateful for every friendship that's happened and didn't work out as hard Mm -hmm. as it was in the time. I appreciate it. And I like, I've told Kendra this, like, I genuinely do appreciate her and Haley just dropping me and like, yo, if we had to go back and redo it, I would make them drop me over and over and over again. Like that friendship clearly just needed to end. It had run its course on all sides and we just needed to be apart and grow and flourish together. And that's totally fine. Uh And it just, and there's so many situations like that and so many things in life where like, no, it's just, it's meant to be, you just got to let it happen and grow from it. And exactly like take ownership. Like there's so many things I did wrong in that friendship and other friendships and like, that's fine, but I'm going to grow now. And I've reached out to people and I've apologized and all I can do and move forward is hold the friendships. I do have very close and be open and be vulnerable with them and try not to repeat old shitty mistakes. Yeah, exactly. And grow. Yes. I love that because Yes. Like every, even like sometimes friendships are holding you in, in a place where you are meant to leave. Like sometimes mm-hmm. friendships are just keeping you in a lower vibrational place or yep. it's not allowing you the space that you need to grow and evolve. So sometimes that time outside of your friend zone or whatever your friendship group or whatever, like get out of your comfort zone, get out of your friend group and figure out who you are like so that you can build more um, intentional relationships more like stronger foundations for friendships Mm -hmm. you can't build a friendship only knowing half of yourself exactly and like and that's the thing too is like I didn't realize that like college and everything like that was so hard for me because like I didn't know who I was outside of my friends I didn't know who I was outside of like the foster care I didn't know who I was outside of all of these things and like is really uncomfortable to get to know myself and to be my own friend and to like sit there and look into like who I am, what I want and like my old bad habits and what I want to change. Like, that's really hard. You don't, I didn't want to do it. So you just, you fill it with friends and voids and like, it's good. Like friends are meant to be there and stuff, but if you can't be alone, if you can't sit and go through all of your like emotions and stuff. Yeah. It's got some work to do. You gotta be friends with yourself. Gotta be friends with your partner and you are number one. I shared something on my story and it's very similar to this. It says, sit with it instead of drinking away, instead of smoking it away, instead of sleeping it away, eating it away or running from it, sit with it. Mm-hmm. Healing happens by feeling. Like, 100%. Sit with it. Sit with those, those thoughts that make you uncomfortable. Figure out why they make you uncomfortable. Yeah. Sit with those memories that make you feel bad why do they make you feel bad what did you do like what was your role in it what mm. and even like what was what makes you so sad like and exactly like when you said if you're still like holding on to like past grudges and like why like why are you still upset by that situation like I was mad at Haley and Kendra for years so long so so long like why why was I so upset like I I like but it's just because I wasn't ready to face the role that I played in it. I wasn't ready to face that they were in the right to not want to deal with my shit anymore and to Mm -hmm. be my parents. Like that's a hundred percent. They have that right. They're allowed to let go of friendships. And that's the biggest thing. If they didn't want to continue the friendship and that's their choice and I needed to accept that choice. And that's, Mm -hmm. it's one side of it. It's the same with the relationship. Like, yeah it's their choice it's half of it I can't you can't make anything yeah and if you're like thinking about these thoughts and you're like fuck like yeah I have some stuff that I want to release 
try writing a letter. Like, first mm-hmm. of all, try Don't writing a letter. It. No, God. Don't send it, but write it. (laughs) Write a letter of anger to those people that you're holding grudges for. But then at the end of the letter, write a a paragraph of how you release all of that anger and forgive yourself Mm -hmm. and those people for that situation. Um, Write a letter to yourself just purely on forgiving yourself for all of the things that you've done. Or write a letter. um, Yeah, forgiveness. That's the best letter. There you go. We'll we'll do that. Mm -hmm. That's your homework for tonight. Go do, think into this and write those posts or Mm -hmm. whatever (laughs) i love that yeah just leave you be friends with yourself be friends with your partner be friends have good friends friends, hold them close but if it's time to let them go snip snip in the nicest Mm. way possible things sometimes like no longer serve you and that's okay Mm -hmm. they've served your purpose in your life and you can let go of them so yeah not everything is forever Mm -hmm. and that's life so yes exactly oh my gosh i love this other episode all right well thank you guys i I think that's everything Mm -hmm. thank you guys so so much for listening for to our other episode of the extended i'm really excited because today is the day that we're actually allowed to um to like tell you guys about it in real world so i am advertising this now awesome Mm -hmm. so you can follow me at let's wander by morgan on instagram and yeah that's pretty much it buy me Mm -hmm. on facebook (laughs) yeah you know i'm starting with alicia on everything possible um come find me if you're looking for some coaching help and you want to get fit this year awesome thank you so thank you guys so much for listening watching our patreons and we will talk to you guys next week yay have a great day guys